The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, Creepers? Welcome back to another episode of History Creeps. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Chris Chavez, joined as always by Carter Johnson and Johnny Townsend. You dig through the ditches and you burn (laughs) through the witches and then you slam in the back of my drag you uh on tuesday poetry on tuesday this following tuesday please come to the local uh coffee shop for my dramatic readings of uh that entire hellbilly uh deluxe (laughs) rob deluxe rob zombie album uh living dead girl uh you know all the hits i'm doing all the hits Nope. You know what? I already feel it. It feels like it needs to be a series. Every episode is you reading the lyrics of that album one after another, just in that way. And we'll put like classical music behind it or something. You have sold me my. <laughs> you gotta get like you gotta get like the bongos. You know, like oh, if you can have bongos, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and like snaps. he's reading it. Like he's reading snaps. it exactly. Like he's People reading it. Slam poetry, dude. Yeah. Yes. Oh god, I'm that'd be amazing. <laughs> Uh, so there you go, creepers. We are back, as you can tell. Finally, finally, we're back. Golly, it feels like health. It feels we're like every time good. we, it feels like every time we get together, we're like, finally, we get to get together because, like, there's constantly life getting in the way of things. Most recently, brand new roof on my end, which <laughs> was, uh, <sighs> let me tell you something home ownership is not all that it's cracked up to be. We had to have a whole way wrong. We needed a new roof regardless. Right. Um, But when they tore up the shingles and saw how much more damage was there, then they realized, oh, we needed a little bit more. So it sucked. We had to go a few days listening to pounding on the walls and have to keep keep coming in my room and like all all the things on the on the wall, all the the things I have hanging are like crooked. So I have to got to straighten them up again and keep pushing your pops back. Yeah, exactly. Because they're they're, they're like starting to lean forward, like like vibrating forward. The Leaning yep. Tower of Popsa. Um, but yeah, so, you know, again, things come up. Sometimes we're not feeling well. Sometimes it's the weather. Sometimes it's, it's you know, roofs, roofs being redone. But we are back and we're going to. And you know what I wanted to do? Uh, it was my turn to bring a story and I had a story to bring. But um, I decided that I wanted to do this to kind of just change it up and freshen up. Because the last episode, Johnny and I talked about. Uh, or, or for that side, I brought a UFO story and this is a UFO. The one I was going to bring was a UFO story also. And I didn't want to be like, okay, two UFO stories in a row. You know what I mean? So uh, even though they come into play today in what we're doing today, I decided to find some, uh, some articles, some of the things that I, fi- I send you guys once in a while throughout the week when I find some interesting reads and uh, decide to discuss them today. So you guys ready to dive into what's going on in the world? Let's, Let's do it. it. 
did you guys see this thing where um people on a turkish airline all all different kinds of passengers started getting pictures airdropped to their yes. phones yeah well nine no i didn't hear about this well here you go uh this is from insider <clears throat> businessinsider.com uh written by Catherine uh tangalakis lipper nine israelis arrested after graphic plane crash photos were sent to passengers aboard a flight to turkey so passengers on a flight from Israel to Turkey received graphic photos of plane crashes on their phones as the plane was uh, people were loading on the plane and getting ready to taxi to, to fly off. Um, nine suspects were arrested for airdropping the photos and causing panic. So it says nine Israeli citizens were arrested Tuesday at Tel Aviv's Ben Gurion airport on suspicion of making a terrorist threat after passengers aboard a flight to Turkey received graphic photos of plane crashes on their phones shortly before takeoff. So they, so they treated it like a terrorist action. Yeah, dude. So well, imagine- enough, enough to where the plane didn't take off. Like they decided not to take off. Right. It was tax- oh, really, it was taxing. Yeah. It was literally taxing and pulling away. And then all of a sudden then these people imagine being on the plane, right? And yeah, you're about, yeah, you're, no, you're yeah. about to like, fly. Yeah. I wouldn't be getting, dude, I'd be like, let me the fuck off this plane right now. Yeah. It'd be like final destination, right? It'd be like, no, I, I need to get off the plane. I'd be freaking the hell off. Yeah. Um, it says the nine are suspected of broadcasting images of an air disaster on the plane, uh, causing panic and delaying the plane's departure by several hours. Though no one was injured and the flight resumed after a security search, one woman fainted. Another had a panic attack. A passenger identified only as Diana told is Israel's Channel 12. Among the photos were scenes from the crash of Asia, uh, Asiana Airlines Flight 214. The passenger flight crashed during on, fi- uh, during on final approach into San Francisco International Airport 2013, killing three people. The suspects may be prosecuted for disseminating false information. The, offenses, uh, the offense carries a maximum sentence of three years in prison. So first question is that's that's going to be what they're going to get them on 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 distributing information of false information. I, mean, I guess they don't have anything that's truly terrorist. You know what I mean? But when you when you get that, do you feel like that's too light of a sentence? I, I mean, nine was, people were involved. They was this like a the the tele the Israeli well, how do you jackass? Get, how do you get how do you get three years for disseminating false information? Well, according like, and to their who laws. decides and who decides? Well, okay, okay. So, so yeah, it's yeah. their well, laws. Who I mean, decides I mean, what's I mean, false? I don't know. It I've just been, seems I've been like, lying on my dating profile for well, decades. I, <laughs> so I'm concerned about this. <laughs> yeah. So for them, instead of going after them for creating any kind of terrorist uproar, I don't know if they have anything in that regard. What they're actually going after them for is disseminating false information, which carries a three year. So do you think three years is too light for, for a group of, uh, of people doing this? Or do you think it's, On that it's charge, just yeah, enough? Yeah, it is. But like, A, it's not America. And B, this is the Israeli government that's charging them with this? Um, Yes, I believe it's the Israeli oh, government. Oh, motherfucker, please. I, I like, believe y'all, so. Like, y'all even need to charge anybody with some shit. <laughs> just... Remember that, remember that Nazi they snagged off the streets of... Uh, Argentina back in the day, they just drove up in a van next to him and jacked him up and left the country. Like mm-hmm. they don't need charges, man. They could have just thrown those guys in prison and what guys, you know? Yeah, it looks like it's it looks like it's Israel <clears throat> that's prosecuting. Yeah. It's, anyway, it's but yeah, wild. that on that charge that does seem kind of light, especially if they're like assuming that it's 
some kind of terrorist that couldn't you just charge him with like a generalized you know but, but what if it was action or something what if it or, was a group of guys he, like they were the israeli version of the jackass guys and they were just like like trying to get you know what i mean like they had feel, cameras you, going you know to what? get like, reactions even, and shit i don't know even i feel like even knoxville is that fucked like, up is that is yeah that yeah yeah even knoxville would probably be like this is too fucked up man <laughs> i did uh when it was first happening i read an article and it was like uh one of the authorities was like, yeah, we think the uh, pictures are coming from inside the plane. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's where the call came from. I know when it first happened, they didn't know where it came from. So it was it was yeah. this kind of weird thing that happened and it was real creepy. But it's also kind of scary, right? Because, oh, yeah. you know, uh, even even with recent events, um, like it's scary just to know that there are people in the world that will just kind of have have zero regard for human life and do something crazy. So to be sitting on a plane and all of a sudden your phone goes off, which, first of all, isn't your phone supposed to be off when you're taxiing and you're about to fly? Airplane yeah. mode, man. Well, and isn't that well you, will that you the get, difference? Will, will you get airdrop when you're on airplane mode? An airdrop? If it's got I, I don't have an mode. iPhone, like, dude. You I don't shouldn't, know. but it, most planes have Wi-Fi now. Like once for once uh, you get up in the air too, yeah, you know. True. So yep. so people have had already attached to the plane Wi-Fi and we're getting these airdrops to the That's phone. probably that yeah, that's probably how it happened. Yeah. Which would also mean that somebody was on the plane. Now, are, are you guys are on this plane, right? And mm-hmm. you're not getting this these pictures, but people around you are, and it's getting crazy, and people are, and then they have to bring us all back. And now you guys are like, "What the hell?" Everybody's got to get off. There's all kinds of searches. There hours and hours and hours now. Your days have been kind of pushed behind. Are you guys going to that ticket counter and asking for a refund on your tickets? No, I'm never fucking flying again. <laughs> That's, that's you don't all want your money ta- back? That's literally all it would take. <laughs> Fuck my money back, man. What are you guys going to do? That, giving me my money back is not going to give me back the hours and hours like you just mentioned that I spent doing this. Yeah, I've been petrified. You know, like maybe that's why they're giving those guys three years on that charge for the for the inconvenience <laughs> of all the, of the shit that they put all those people through, you know? <laughs> Oh man, Johnny, what about you? Are you asking for money back if, if you've been inconvenienced for like you're supposed to be back home by a certain time, right? And now you're six hours late. You're you're sitting in an airport, they can't connect you. You're like, you know what? This is not what I paid for. Can I get my money back? And I still want to fly home. Are you doing that or no? Uh no, I'm a I'm a but I am expecting like a bump up to first class <laughs> or a, you know a nice free a, a few vouchers for some drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm expecting that though. Now here's another here's another <laughs> a little hot how, towel for later. How yeah, old am I? Towel. How old am I when this happened? Now, now you're now age. Now, Today. okay. Yeah. I was gonna say if this shit happened when I was like 22, man, the airport is a fun and lawless oh, yeah. place after oh, 12 yeah. a.m. Let me tell you. So yeah, I'm kicking it in the airport until they can get me another flight. If I'm like 22, 23 years old, because I'm gonna get hammed. <laughs> It's yeah, going dude. down. It was, I am uh, an agent of chaos tonight, baby. It was crazy when it first came out. And I remember when I read it, I was like, man, this is strange. Like, who's doing? Obviously, I, I knew you. You, you know, know it, 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 it kind of reminds me of the uh, the old Max Headroom thing. Yes. When they hacked the cable station. That's kind yes. of when you were yeah. when you were telling the story. That's what it was like making me think of. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to another story. This is recent as well. This comes from CTV News, written by Joy Malbon. 
climate change reveals dark secrets as human remains are found in receding Lake Mead. Have you seen this? Yes. This is a wild one. This is crazy with the, with the drought they're having. It's, it's an, it's a historic, historic drought that they're having. Uh, So I'm going to read what the, what the, uh, I believe CTV is Canadian, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is what our, our good neighbors to the North are writing about us right now. Where are the bodies buried? Climate change is showing us. If there was ever a headline that grabs you, that would be it, right? Uh, Here's how the two are connected. In the American West, the second largest man-made reservoir has dropped to historic lows due to drought. Water flowing down the Colorado River fills Lake Mead, which is now drying up. As the water recedes, dark secrets are floating to the surface after two sets of human remains were recently discovered. Two sisters who were out paddleboarding in the National Recreation Area of Lake Mead stopped to explore a nearby sandbar when they discovered what they thought was an animal. Quote, we discovered more and more bones, Lindsay Melvin told the lo- local news outlet, and we found a jawbone and we realized this is definitely human. Other this is, human. This is totally like the opening of a Law and Order episode, right? Exactly. <laughs> seriously, seriously, it, it like, really no, is. No, one hundred percent. Seriously, right? dude. Seriously. The music. <laughs> um, other human remains were found just six days earlier. Boaters enjoying a day on the lake made another grisly discovery: a decomposed <laughs> body inside a rusted metal barrel. So that's the one I knew about. I didn't know about yeah. the second. Step. Yeah, that's the one I'd heard about too. Called in to investigate, Lieutenant Ray Spencer of Las Vegas Police told CNN, We believe this is a homicide as the result of a gunshot wound. The man had been shot in the back of the head, he said. And they tried to identify, as they tried to identify the victim, another clue was the man's clothing and shoes. They appear to be from the 70s or 1980s and from a brand sold at Kmart. Finding these bodies has rekindled interest in Las Vegas and its Sin City past when mobsters ruled the strip. If anyone is an expert on all that, it's Oscar Goodman. The former Las Vegas mayor was also a lawyer who once defended mafia figures like Anthony Tony the Ant Spilotro. An enforcer for the Chicago mob, Spilotro was assigned to the Las Vegas in the 70s. Described as defiant and angry, actor Joe Pesci modeled his mob character in the movie Casino on Tony the Ant. So, yeah, it's crazy, right? Basically, they're finding bodies. They're fine. And, and the gut instinct is they're probably going to find more if the waters continue to go down again because of the location, because of the close vicinity to Las Vegas. And, you know, I mean, all the, w- there's always that thing about the mob and Las Vegas and the desert around Las Vegas. I mean, they literally right? made movies about it. The expanse. With casino, talking about casino. Yeah, like, the expanse of the desert where like. I mean, imagine if you could do an infrared search from the sky of the deserts or not infrared because it wouldn't be body, but some sort of x-ray penetration. You know how many bodies you'd see buried out there? Dude, there could, and, and think of there's there's all the old mine shafts and those hollers and caves and whatnot. It's a perfect place to dump bodies right in around those mountains and stuff. You know, there's yeah, also this, uh, this episode of History Creeps brought to you by our new book. Uh, where can you hide and bury the bodies? Uh, <laughs> it's Uh, okay this is what i type into google sometimes it's okay google i write books (laughs) i'm researching i'm doing research i have Um, i have three words for you guys as far as lake mead goes okay here we go james riddle hoffa oh i was gonna go with wit yes so that's another thing right people are saying are we finally gonna find where jimmy hoffa 
is located. So maybe be this is why they never found him, right? Because he's been sunk at the bottom of the lake in a Could barrel. Be. Could be, dude. Um, here's the other thing, too. There's a question about uh, there was people who are saying they wouldn't be surprised as the water continues to go down to find wreckage or pieces of wreckage of unidentified flying objects. Because, you know, over the years, there have always been these sightings and these light things that have been over the, the waters of Lake Mead um, with some reports saying that, you know, how they have those water, the water ones, the ones that shoot out of the ocean and go back yeah. into the ocean. Yeah. Some people say they, they believe some of them come in and out of Lake Mead itself. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of weeks. So let me ask you this, Carter, as a writer, which, which route are you taking? Which one would you want to be more interested in? Are you writing the one that leads you to mafia bodies or are you writing a story that leads you to area 51? Why not both brother? Yeah. <laughs> Why not both? They're let's Ian start, yeah. Let's start with finding the body of Jimmy Hoffa. And then we're just going to go down that rabbit hole all the way and you find out Jimmy, you find Area out Jimmy Hoffa was a lizard person from the earlier. He was earlier. a gray. He was or, a gray yeah. the whole time. Or something crazy like that. He was a time traveler or yeah. some shit like that. You know. Oh, dude, that Sasquatch was there. That's crazy, though, right? So keep your eye on Shutter will buy this in a heartbeat. We there are you go. sold. We're gonna be rich. And and just throw the word Amityville on it, and we're good. Right. We're putting right? all. Yes! We're putting them all. Yes! On it. Exorcism. <laughs> All right. Um, some of the those two were were kind of dark. Let's go into um, let's go into something that's kind of cool. This, <laughs> this one, it's only kind of dark, guys. Uh, they found dead people at the bottom of the lake. It's only kind of. But dark. they've been dead for a while, so it's yeah. okay. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, the law of comedy is like after ten years you can make jokes. That's All right. right. Tell me, guys, if you've seen the if you've seen this headline. This is just from a couple of days ago when I saw it. I was like, "This is really cool." This is off of NPR, written by Matt Adams. Kansas man finds a mythical-looking axe with a root for a handle in his front yard. What the what? fuck did he find? Stormbreaker, dude. What's happening? What? Dude. Hemsworth, Hemsworth is going to roll up and be like, bro, I think you have something of mine. <laughs> Matthew Deckard had just gotten back from the store with his wife when he discovered an object stuck in the mud that looked like it was plucked right out of the Marvel Universe. There had been a heavy rain and windstorm, so the couple was racing to get inside their Kansas home when Decker spotted a peculiar looking axe. Peculiar, right? Peculiar, peculiar. 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 <laughs> When Decker spotted a picu peculiar looking axe in his front lawn, is peculiar. Oh um, man! Quote: We jumped out and I gave it a good few kicks and uncovered more root. I've got a trouble grabbed- for just showing my peculiar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is what he says. He goes: We jumped out and I gave it a good few kicks and uncovered more root. Then I grabbed it and gave it a strong bend and snap. There it was. Decker told NPR, I took it inside, gave it a wash and held it up to the light with wide eyes. I had never done anything like this before. And I was astonished. So I'm going to see if you guys can see this. What the hell, dude? Yeah, that's that is a crazy looking dog. (laughs) There's a picture. The guys took a picture of himself holding the axe. And it's obvious it's a wooden root with an old kind of rusted like beaten looking head of an yeah. axe on it. Uh, and there's a dog in the background. 
Of course, that's what I paid attention to. Dude, I don't know if I'd be showing people that because, like, that might be my go-to murder weapon. If I need to, you know? Um, (laughs) If you're wondering if this axe with a root for a handle has any special powers, none have been found yet. But Decker said when he first held the axe, it just had a magical feeling to it. Uh Uh-oh. Quote, this is what he says. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan and avid Elder Scrolls Skyrim and Oblivion player. So I was stoked from the very first moment I picked it up. It had a very special weight to it. It's not a side quest, bro. Uh, Here's some cool stuff, though. One person very familiar with roots is Brian Kane, a Massachusetts Arborist Association professor at the University of Massachusetts, who took a look at the images of the axe to access to access its uh, sorry to assess its authenticity. He says, "Quote: It's certainly possible for this to happen. It's hard to know for sure whether it hasn't been photoshopped. If it had been whoever, if it had been whoever did it, did a great job." The root appears to be growing in a way that one would expect it would, giving it obstacles like the axe head in its way. Roots are basically growing longer and branches uh, branching out like branches on the top part of the trees as long as there's water, moisture, and soil. Uh, Kane was unsure what the odds were of this sort of pairing happening in nature. He said that if there was an area where the axe head was left on the ground and it got covered up by the soil, it's perfectly, it's perfectly reasonable that a root would have found its way to the handle. So, um, man, it's, it's Groot. It's uh, dude. That was one of my first thoughts too. Is that is like is this like legit Groot? No, but I mean, this could be like even Viking, right? Like I could see yeah. this being or, or even older, like even older, older, like uh, the not even older, but even the natives of 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 the area, right? Like, yeah, why not? But Massachusetts, yeah. you're thinking that's closer to the coast, to the ocean, so. Could be, could be some of the Norse, the Norsemen, the Norwegians. Who knows? That's wild, though. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I encourage people to look that picture up, though. It is. It's it's actually really, really awesome. Um. All right, got two more stories for you guys. Here's one for you. Okay, Uh. this one is. (laughs) 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 This one, this one here is strange. This is from North Country Public Radio by Hannah Finley. The headline is a man found a mysterious cross in an attic. The local history museum said, no, thanks. Hmm. Ready? Put that shit back in the attic. Uh, Chris, I, I'm not making this up as you were reading that. And after you said found a cross, the audio on my end went real quick. Like Satan was coming. (laughs) So I don't know if we should read this story, bro. Um, I, I think you guys, so yeah, this is going in a different direction, a more historical direction. Nearly a decade ago, Chuck Fowler bought a building on Main Street in Lewis County town of Harrisville. It's in New York. Uh, Fowler is from Harrisville and already owned the building next door known as Chuck's Market. After Fowler bought the second building, he realized it used to be where the Freemasons held meetings. Up in the attic, he found something that really surprised him. In that attic stands a six-foot-tall cross. It's wrapped in white cloth with some sort of oil stain. Fowler thinks that the oil is from kerosene. How did that end up there? My personal thought on it was maybe someone was going to do something with it, and then whatever they planned on doing never happened, says Fowler. He isn't sure what the cross was used for or when it was made. There are speculations that it might have been a relic of the Ku Klux Klan. 
possibly something the Freemasons left behind or just a religious object. So Fowler has been talking with senior citizens in the area to find out. He says, quote, I always say half jokingly that haters had to hate somebody. I think the Klan was a Protestant organization. Some of the older people in town mentioned that they remember people not being too happy that Catholics were moving into town. So that's all I know about it. Fowler brought the cross to the nearby town of Diana Museum, where Fowler says they wouldn't take it in or give him information on its origins. He says, quote, I think they would just rather not have the controversy associated with it. I offered it to them, got a hold of them, and I said, you know, I have this cross up there if you want to bring it down. You know, I was thinking it would start a conversation about it with people, and they were like, eh, we'd rather not. So, um, so yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Like, what that would your thoughts weird. be if... Well, that's the thing. This little town doesn't want to have anything where they're talking about like the town history of the clan maybe having been there or racism I, I in get the area, that. you know. I do. But you're a museum. Right. Thank you. That's the conversation, right? That's the conversation yeah. to be had here. Also, you don't want to whitewash history. You want to put those. We talked about this a while ago when they were taking down all those monuments and statues for, for you know, for Confederate generals and stuff. And we yeah. talked about how like museums are the right place for things like that. You don't want to destroy them. You want to have a place where people can see these things and learn from them and understand what happened so that you can move on. Right. And so, yeah, well, say no is one of the things that happened after the civil war mm -hmm. was during reconstruction, you know, a lot of like the Klan is big. It was big in Arizona. Yeah. After the, the civil war, because a yeah. bunch of them went, went to Arizona. Yeah. Like a lot of your a lot of your the, outlaws the, in the world. Yeah, well, they the, were from the, the, Civil the, War. <laughs> the conversation yeah. is generally framed that the Klan is a southern, you know, kind of organization. And it's not it that's not necessarily it was widespread. Just yeah, it's not just the South. Right. It was everywhere. Right. Yeah, very much so. And uh, how did and how do we even know that it's just that it's the Klan? That's right. That's what it literally like. What that I was about shit's to say. found in the Freemason attic. Yeah, I don't know that that's why just the, the, the museum like, like look at it at least, right? Be like, hey, this is what this is, and if it is from the clan, we don't want anything to do with it. Like you can do that and still save face, right? Right. So I don't understand that aspect of it. I don't. I don't get it. But it's just weird. It's the the conspiracy theorist in me uh, is saying that the museum knows what that's from. And they just don't want to say. And so they're like, we don't want anything to do with this. Right. 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 Maybe. Maybe yeah, so. Sure. Yeah. Right. Pretty, oh, pretty messed up, by though. the way, by the way, speaking of museums, uh, a lot of your small towns have like a local museum. And I highly, highly encourage you to go check those out. They are fascinating. I found out stuff about my little small area that I had no idea about. That was fascinating. Like uh, one of the things I found out was apparently in like the 1900s uh when we at the one of the close train tracks this little boy wrecked a train by putting stuff on the train track they thought it'd be funny <laughs> and he was like Good eight God. years old <laughs> so there's some wild things and then of course, we crazy. had one of the we also had one of the first women ever hung i think was around mm -hmm. in this area too so we've had, we covered uh, that we covered that in early history creeps days i remember you bringing yeah. that to the table so yeah. go to your local museums i guarantee you, you'll find something fascinating for sure. By fascinating, he means fucked up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, in a lot of spots, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Especially man. in a lot of small towns like that. 
All right, last okay. one. Here we go, right, guys. Let's do it. So this is kind of cool because we talked about, uh, you know, last year, early last year, they started talking about the government disclosing UFO info, right? And then they started right. showing us videos and naval videos and infrared videos. And then we had the promise of the paperwork being disclosed. And the three of us said, it's crazy that no one's talking about this. It's crazy that no one's really paying attention. Yeah, that it wasn't a bigger this. deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'll tell you what. For me, what's crazy is I didn't realize this was happening. One of this is coming up from Politico.com, written by Brian Bender. Headline, one of the greatest mysteries of our time. Congress is going to hold UFO hearings next week, meaning this week. Uh, so this was last week. This was written. So this week it's coming up. A House committee will hold a public hearing on UFOs on Tuesday for the first time in decades as Congress presses the Pentagon and other national security agencies for more answers on reports of mysterious aircraft violating protected airspace. The session before the House Intelligence Committee's Counterterrorism, Counterintelligence and Counterproliferation Subcommittee comes five months after the National Defense Authorization Act required the military to establish a permanent UFO research office and take a series of other steps to collect and investigate reports of unidentified aerial phenomenon. Um, it says, quote, the American people expect and deserve their leaders in government and intelligence to seriously evaluate and respond to any potential national security risks, especially those we do not fully understand. Representative Andre Carson said in a statement on Tuesday, since coming to Congress, I've been focused on the issue of unidentified aerial phenomena as both a national security threat and an interest of great importance to the American public. So this is this is it goes on to just kind of talk about all the stuff we know, all the footage that's been released and stuff. But basically what they're doing the first time, like they said, in decades, uh, Cong uh, uh, the House committee is holding public hearings to discuss these things we're literally going to have our government discussing these things in public for us to listen in maybe yeah, but, they're, but they're doing it at the same time as the january 6th committee man that's like here when we always talk about it's like why hidden. isn't it in the news that's hidden. why it's not in the news right now because that's overshadowing it yeah it's you hidden. put it I mean, if you're smart and you don't really want to talk about it, but you know you have to talk about it, you exactly. do it when what's going on, right? So that something way, way bigger, like something that yeah. that not necessarily like that has captured the public's right, right, yeah, more than so that way, you know what I mean. Are, when people swing back around to it and like, hey, yep. what about this? Like, hey, oh, whoa, well, whoa, 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 we, we, we did, yeah, we hey, did. we did, we did. Yeah, our we hands did. Are clean. this is done, yeah. yeah. It's we, like we uh, this. it's like you know when. Um, uh, in the Bible, when that uh, when the the leader of the what was his name Pilot, I'm really showing my Christian roots here. Uh, when he was <laughs> like, uh, he goes, uh, you know, we can uh, we can crucify this Jesus, or we can crucify this other guy. Uh, and then this he was like a rapist guy. and murderer yeah. or something. And the guy, and then the crowd picks the other guy, and he goes, I wash my hands of this. If you come back to me, be like, hey, I gave you a choice. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's for me, it's kind of crazy and it's cool, but it's awesome. It's awesome in that for people like us and the people who listen to our yeah. show, we're into this, right? So let's pay attention to this. Let's stay yeah. on top of news to see what's coming out Tuesday and how long it's going to go for. Because it, for me, it would be very cool if we start getting people who, you know, start dropping a little bit more, a little bit more oh, yeah. tidbits of information. Yeah. Maybe we get more video. Maybe we get more, you know, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But when I saw this, I was like, holy cow. 
Like it was quiet again. And all of a sudden this is coming and I had no clue. Look at this. This is, this keeps flying under the radar. It's like they're, they know it's out there and they're putting the information out there, but it's not, it's not like focus on it yet. Remember remember when it came out the first time was when we were all locked inside during coronavirus. Yeah. Like, I mean, and didn't we years ago say that that's exactly what was going to happen? Not, not like that the timing yeah. would be something like that, that they yeah. would, they would do it slowly when everyone else's attention was on yeah. something else, like the magician on the stage, you know, look over here where my hand is and not down here, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I I'll be excited though. I'll be excited to see what comes of it. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's hope that the right people are paying attention to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. At least that the that the UFO nuts like us are paying attention to it. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Before we head out, though, I was going to ask you guys, ask you guys before we recorded, but we didn't really get into it at the beginning of the show. You guys watching anything uh, that you could recommend to our listeners to check out right now? Anything fun, creepy? Uh, yes. Terrifying. Um, two things. One. A classic, and the other is new on Shutter. Uh, it's called Broadcast Signal Intrusion, and it's it's literally based off that Max Headroom incident. Oh, from the 80s. okay, sweet. And it's about a guy who's working to digitize the tapes at this old cable company in the '90s, and he comes across it and oh, starts put. And it happens a couple of times, and he starts putting it together and putting it together. I haven't finished it yet, but it's been pretty crazy. Kind of like a little archive '81 action happening there yeah but let's let's not talk about that <laughs> i'm still sad i still haven't gotten over it yeah i get you i get you. motherfucking netflix anyway that's the netflix uh, way man that's right and the other because everything's got to be fucking stranger things oh uh, who was um, doing it too they just uh canceled modok and i'm very upset about it yeah mm-hmm. i saw that i saw that that's Modoc bullshit awesome. man pat oswald was great in that yeah. season two of cursed uh films is up cursed films too yes i need to too. watch i think that. it's like five episodes out now already Yep. really good episodes watch, this time I around. need to watch that one. Uh, one of them and, I'm not watching. I'm just going to refuse to watch. It's, uh, it's um, what is it? The Cannibal Holocaust. Why you don't want to watch that one? Oh, dude, that movie's way too brutal. I can't deal with that. They When Are they show fucking- when they literally show people like the animals being killed on screen and it's not fake, it's real. I can't do it. I just can't. They're- and it's not like it's quick. It's not like it's a fast thing. It's a very slow thing and it's very torturous. And yeah, I, I just can't do, do it. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I would watch it just. That's to where I lost it, would... dude. I could care less no, about I, what the human happened to the humans. As soon as it was animals, and I was like, oh, it's why, actually dude. real. Okay. I was like, nope, can't do it. I do you guys ever listen to the King cast? You guys ever listen to the King no, cast? No, I've it's on my list. Though. Stephen King. It's on my okay, list. Well, they actually they actually got Stephen King on there. I saw that recently. Yeah. And uh, one of the things he talked about was when he wrote The Dead Zone. And you guys remember the movie, The Dead Zone? Yeah, yeah. With, uh, with Martin Sheen and shit, yep. where he's like this evil fucking politician. Mm-hmm. Well, in the book, he kicks the shit out of a dog. Like, oh. I mean, just just like the dog is down and he just kicks that shit out of it. And Stephen King is like, to this day, I get more hate mail about the fucking dog than yeah. about any, like, yeah. s- one single character true, that I've dude. killed yeah. in my entire life. <laughs> like, Cannibal Holocaust me. was a little, a little much. Well, th- here's the <laughs> thing. Here's the reason I'd want to watch it, to see if they go into the court case. Oh, I'm because sure they, they do. I'm because sure they, they do. They accused him of actually murdering people for right, it too. Because of that, yeah. and he had to demonstrate like how he did everything. Yep, he had to in bring the them. He had to bring them into the yeah, courtroom. Yeah, he, exactly. Here, he alive. had to bring these people into the courtroom. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like, but anyway, okay, that that's one I would on be there. into. 
that's on there. They have uh, they have Rosemary's Baby. They cover. They cover Wizard of Oz. There's a lot of cool ones on this. This. Yeah, season. I haven't watched the Poltergeist one. I need to watch that one. Did you say Wizard of Oz? Yeah, it's Why, cursed, bro? the cursed film. Bro, you don't know about this shit. No, I know it's cursed, but it seems they're not fit in the same category to me. Well, why? Because it's not a horror movie. Yeah, it's right, it's, yeah. it's just covering all films that are cursed, not yeah. just oh, horror okay. films. Yeah, are y'all just like, we're silly just talking about a, a movie where they legit oh. like murdered animals, and I'm like, that's not <laughs> yeah. the same category. No. <laughs> 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 oh man, right, um, there is a speaking of Netflix and how much we love Netflix. Uh, there is a new docu series that's on there. It's only like I think it's four or five episodes. You can get through it pretty quick. It's really good. Uh, it's called Meltdown Three Mile Island. It's about Three oh, Mile Island. Oh shit! In, Ooh, in Pen- yeah, I need uh, to watch that. I need to watch. Was it good? It's was really it good. good. Okay. I recommend it. I really liked it. And they go, man. Uh, it's. I don't think people realize just how we were within half an hour of our own Chernobyl, and people don't even realize that. That's it was dangerously close, and that area, that poor town. Uh, suffered some major consequences for a long time and uh so i highly recommend it it's really good it's uh uh, it's also it's extremely scary (laughs) it's legit scary so uh meltdown three mile island i recommend it it's only like i think it's five episodes tops uh it's really good nice nice i have a i have a a win it's not something i'm it's not a series i'm watching but i got a win uh this past friday was friday the 13th and I jumped on the Voodoo deal. It was thirteen dollars, and I get HDX versions of Friday the Thirteenth one through eight. So it was pretty sweet. Thirteen bucks which, for the entire package. Which ones did you watch? I only watched the first two so far. I mean, I've seen them all, but like watching them uh, after I bought them was awesome. So uh, apparently two, they've done it for the past few years four, in, a week in a row. Six, bro. Oh, two, like four, two, six. four, six, eight. Oh. Friday the Thirteenth is like Star Trek. It's like the original Star Trek movies, that. dude. The even the even numbered that. ones are where it's at, and the odd yeah. numbered ones friggin' suck. The only yeah. exception to that is Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, because that's where he actually gets his mask. True, and you can't say all the even because eight. Oof. Which one's eight? Manhattan. That's Manhattan. Takes, right? takes Manhattan. That's what seven did to nine, right? <laughs> And with that, we leave you folks. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to head over to our Facebook uh, and give us a follow. Uh, If you haven't already, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us uh, a rating or comments. And um, Real quick, if I can just throw in a little plug here for myself. Uh, I'm on, uh, I know this is a shocker, but I'm on another podcast and it's called The Panel (laughs) Discussion and it's where we talk about uh, comic books, but honestly, it's where we just goof off and do a lot of improv and some some crazy kooky characters make some appearances on it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Highly recommended. Uh, and it is definitely a rated R. Uh, your boy says some cuss words on there. Oh, now I got to download it just for that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then I'm going to clip the audio out and insert them here and there on this ep- on this show. You send them to my mom, I swear. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, guys. Um, for Carter Johnson, for Johnny Townsend, this is Chris Chavez. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next time. And until then, remember... Stay creepy.